there and welcome to the Little Yarrow podcast. My name is Kate, I'm a naturopath and postpartum doula here to share with you ancient wisdom for modern mothers. forgot about the shitty Pottsville reception. Mm. If we have problems, like if it keeps cutting out, maybe mm. we can do it another day when you've got better reception, but we can see how we go. Is there a way to do it at all on Wi-Fi? Um, I don't know. I usually just record it straight into the app because then I yeah. can just edit it and publish it. Yeah. It seems okay now. Should we just try? Yeah, let's just try. Um, right, cool. Yeah, I'm in reception. See how we go. Welcome everyone to the Little Yarrow podcast. Today's special guest is Emily and Em is from Cosm Natural Health. She's an acupuncturist and we're going to be talking all about birthing outside the system. Em recently had birthed her third child at home without assistance. So I'm really excited to talk to her about this today. So welcome Em. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Can you tell us a bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So I'm a Chinese medicine practitioner, so I use acupuncture and Chinese herbs and body work to help women on fertility, um, conscious conception, pregnancy, birth and postpartum journeys. Amazing. I love, um, I've really loved just watching because we met a couple of years ago and I really just love what you do and I love how seeing how you supported yourself using, you know, Chinese medicine throughout your third pregnancy and postpartum. So I'd really love to chat to you today about there seems to be this growing awareness around, um, well, birthing outside the system mm. or free birthing, unassisted yes. birthing. And I know a lot of people, particularly with the pandemic at the moment, a lot of people are looking at this as an option um, mm. at an increasing rate. And I'd love to yeah. have a chat about you to ex maybe explain, first of all, what does birthing outside the system actually mean? Yeah, so all it is is birthing outside the system means to birth freely, however or wherever, you know, you desire. And it means that as the pregnant mother, you are the authoritative figure in your birth and usually what that looks like is birthing unassisted at home with your partner or it can look like a woman birthing with a birth keeper or a birth guardian um, mm -hmm. but that birth keeper is not governed by any medical bodies. So does that um, include a doula as well? Um, it can, yes. Um as long as they're not, yeah, registered or anything. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but all it is is, you know, taking responsibility for your birth and it's a way to create your reality when it comes to your birth and this can look really different for each woman. So just because you birth outside the system, it doesn't mean that you can't, use or utilize the system if you desire to or if you need to or if you want to yeah yeah 
So it's not, I guess some people might say that women who choose to birth in this way are anti, you know, they're anti Mm. the system, but it's not necessarily the case, is it? No, not at all. You know, those things are there if we need to and if, you know, we decide if we want to use them, you know. So, Mm. I mean, I didn't, but I was always very open um, throughout my pregnancy that I would reach out if I needed to. So, you know, say you had... Um, say you had bleeding or something towards the end of your pregnancy and you might go, okay, you know, I want to check my placenta and yeah. you might go have an ultrasound. So it's, it's the power is yours and it's up to you to make those decisions. Mm, okay. And yep. why did you, so why did you choose to free birth? So correct me mm. if I'm wrong, but your first two daughters, were they home births, both of them? Birth centre. Birth centre birth. Birth centre, yeah. okay. And so what made you decide this time that maybe you wouldn't go down that same model of care? Mm. Um, Yeah, so I love this question because it's also like, you know, why did you choose to free birth? You know, assuming that it was a thought-out, logical, you know, thinking-based decision. Mm. But for me it was a complete opposite you know, I describe it like it just felt right and um, it was like a full body yes. Mm. Um, and was this decided early in the pregnancy or more to, as you were going Early, on? Yeah, so Quite this early. is what happened. I just remembered that initially surprisingly found that I was pregnant and mm-hmm. I just instinctually went to book the midwife, right, for a home birth. Yeah. So, you know, I was making sure that this midwife was okay with me not having any scans because that's not what I wanted. And I also made sure that she was okay with like where we lived because we are, you know, we don't have phone reception. We have Wi-Fi, but we don't have, um, yeah, phone reception and Mm. our driveway is like four-wheel drive only. So there were certain things that I wanted to make sure that, you know, she was okay with. So for those who don't know, you're quite rural out, like yeah, on well, a big bushland property, aren't you? Yeah, we are. Like we are like 40 minutes to the hospital. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's not like in suburbia or anything. So, yeah. Um, and, you know, she was supportive of that, you know, around the area. That's actually quite common. Mm. Um, and so I booked her, I was like, sweet. I like checked it off the list. I kind of felt like I had everything covered and, you know, in the, in the weeks that led after me making that decision, I was like left feeling like less than, you know, there was something missing and. I couldn't shake this feeling that as a primal animal being that I was missing out on something and Mm. like, you know, having processed that now, what that feeling was, was my, my body and my baby, you know, letting me know that I was handing my power over and I was outsourcing, you know, something that I could get from going within do you think also being third time around you felt a lot more confident confident in your body's capabilities 
um, to birth your baby on your own terms? Do you think that was something that came with more the experience or? 100%. For me personally, yes. Mm. Like there are women that do free birth their first, you know, because it's different for each woman. But that was a huge factor, absolutely. I'd done this twice before and they were textbook births, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. And and what were your your previous births compared, like what was it like? So kind of I've seen some of the photos on your Instagram. It just looks like you created such a beautiful environment beautiful space Mm. um how would you was there any moments where you felt like nervous or scared about going into it like once labor kicked in did were you starting to have any kind of like regrets about your decision or you were fully like fully you know confident in it Mm. yeah so I didn't I didn't have any doubts or fears relating to my decision in labor like of course I was in my head about you know is it progressing you know there Mm. you know is is this going anywhere that's you know something that came up for me and there was almost like a feeling of um being alone but it wasn't necessarily a negative thing yeah you know I knew that no one was you know coming to save me or I knew that I was kind of just with my baby and that connection was was really strong Mm. and I guess on a timeline that was not on someone else's clock you know like Mm. you were just Mm -hmm. it was just how long it was going to take was how long it was going to take and that you weren't going to be having people coming in and checking you and doing exams and you know you're on the hospital kind of clock even in birth centers you know Mm. you still have to you know be on that clock absolutely so it must have been nice just not being disturbed constantly with people popping their head in and checking and you know all that kind of stuff yeah and you know even though my 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 previous births have been really textbook you know having that midwife there you know in a setting is still someone observing you and I have a Mm. really sensitive nervous system someone can look at me and I'll be like oh my (laughs) god you're thinking something and it affects me and you know we don't that's the last thing we need in birth yeah so it was just you and your partner and your two daughters yeah 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 and what was that like well it was a daytime birth which is not what I was trying to manifest Mm. (laughs) I was like if this can happen at night that would be my ideal you know that darkness with the fire and the yeah. girls being asleep and then us kind of waking them up, you know, that was my kind of ideal. So yeah. um, it was actually Easter Sunday. So, Aww. yeah, <laughs> they were doing the egg hunt and stuff outside <laughs> and I was like in my bedroom um, <laughs> and the rain, that's another thing. The rain was just like absolutely pouring. Um but and it's your, amazing. Partner was, your partner was on board as well the whole time? Yeah. So we had to work through some conditioning and stuff um, yeah. throughout the pregnancy and we did some couple sessions and everything with my um, – I did like some birth mentoring mm. throughout. So um, Who was that with? Clancy Allen from okay. the Woman Craft Way. 
Oh, yes. I've heard yeah. Of yeah. So I did like an intensive, um, we did like 12 hours, you know, over the course of my, my pregnancy. Yeah. And um, yeah, my partner was actually a part of a few of those sessions and mm. really invaluable to have that kind of um, third party to help kind of guide you um yeah with your conversation and the biggest thing for us was just that conditioning around birth and that is something that no one can be exempt from we all have conditioning around birth Mm. um and unfortunately most of the time it's an inaccurate representation of birth you know yeah yeah. And what was it what was it like when your daughter was born like when when she came into the world mm. and it was just you know you didn't have a midwife there guiding you with different things like pushing or cutting yeah, cords mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff like did you feel like you were prepared to know like what to do in those situations with you know what to do with the placenta and yeah. all that kind of stuff like what was it like Yeah so it wasn't really any different from our previous birth so I've always kept the placenta attached yeah um so from my first pregnancy I had already known you know and researched what I wanted to do so um yeah there wasn't any issues there we ended up just doing um like a cord burning ceremony um Mm. and then I just tied it and put a put a cord tie on these are all things that you know are really easily accessible if you want to know about them yeah um yeah so so in terms of what you did to prepare it wasn't I know some people have this idea oh Mm. you know they free birth they just basically just kind of winged it you know they didn't do any prep and it was like they just had a free birth but really it sounds like actually a lot of education and um, preparation goes into this type of birth so can you share you already shared that you did some birth mentoring what else did you do to help prepare yeah so um I did the free birth society there's a course that they do called the ultimate guide to free birth mm-hmm. um and that is just an absolute wealth of knowledge like the content that is covered is like huge and it talks all about um physiological birth and um looking at how physiological birth is actually a really safe protective mechanism so what happens when we start to mess with physiological birth by you know, um, time constraints and, you know, drugging and cutting and stitching and Mm. and coercing and manipulating, you know, this is where true physiological birth can become dangerous. Yeah. So a lot of my learning was around physiological birth and how that is supported and, you know, supportive of safety. And I already knew that, of course, you know, we know that, you know, a dark environment, a calm environment, um, you know, a safe environment supports physiological birth. Um, But I just don't think women really know how the system just cannot support that at all. And the system isn't flawed. 
it works exactly as it's designed to. Yeah. And I think more and more women are kind of understanding this and, and going, okay, well, you know, what are my other options? Yeah. yeah. I definitely think, yeah, there's like, there really is like a growing awareness of, you know, that we do have so many options, whereas maybe previous generations it was basically just hospital, doctor, mm. you know. I mean, yeah. obviously prior to that home birth was, you know, that home birth was you know the normal before hospitals but then since the advent of hospitals that's kind of been like women think it's the only option whereas now you know birth centers and home births again Mm. and you know free birth and there's so many options now and I think it's nice to talk about it to gain awareness of you know different models of care different different types of birth and I think um yeah I think it's really great and I love that you really did so much research and preparation um, and that you've shared, yeah, that you've shared some great resources as well for mm. other women if they're interested. And I know, like, like why do you think women are as becoming more, more popular now? I don't know if popular would be the word, but there is mm. an increase mm-hmm. of interest and curiosity and people wanting to um, free birth. Why do you think, like, why now? Um, you know, I think that more and more women are really having a true understanding and learning about what does support true physiological birth. And I think that, you know, we're becoming aware of that, you know, that this isn't supported in the system. And not only can we not get it in the system, but it actively can be really harmful and dangerous and Mm. cause huge birth trauma you know and I think that we are seeing and hearing and understanding this savior complex which is right in the system as well so you know first they mess with physiological birth and then that causes harm and then they say oh thank goodness you were in the hospital we saved the day Mm. So I think that's becoming really clear. And as a collective, we are rising and, you know, our bodies don't lie and our bodies know that we have this deeper yearning for a more complete and safe and sacred and ceremonial birth experience. And we know that this, this, like, we're not going to get it from the system. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as well, you know, I can't remember what the stats is. It I think it's like one in four, one in five women experience birth trauma. Do you know the stats? I don't know the stats. I think it's about one in four, one in five, and it's huge. And I think, you know, what women don't realize is you'll never forget your birthing experience. Like it's, you know, it's something that's etched in you forever. And to think, you know, like I had a really great birthing experience, and you know. Fortunately, I can always look back on that as positive, but I can't imagine having, you know, every time I think of my birthing experience to think of it as being traumatic and that just stays mm. with you. And I mean, there's so many wonderful resources that you can use to heal mm-hmm. from that with counselling and birth birth trauma counselling and things like that and heal your experience, um, which is great. But I think mm. prevention is ideally, you know, ideally the priority and the key um, but I just think, yeah, more awareness about mm. how 
your birthing experience really is like mm-hmm. an incredible experience that shapes you as a person and your stays with you forever. So why not invest in that experience in the best, most positive way you can by doing, you know, mm-hmm. research and talking to people? Mm-hmm. And because I think a lot of people kind of go into birth a bit blind you know they just give mm-hmm. their whole power over to the system and think I'll be right I'm safe and then that's yeah. what they don't give any more thought to it you know yeah and that's what free birth is all about it's all about um you know taking that responsibility and not handing your authority over and making these decisions you know in a way from your deep intuition and from getting in touch with your body. And it was amazing for me. Um, You know, I didn't have any scans. I actually had a wild pregnancy, so I didn't use the system at all. And Mm -hmm. I'm not naturally a, like I grew up really traditionally. I, I, I wouldn't say that I was a very intuitive person and this whole experience has really opened that up to me and I think all women can access this. That's an important thing, you know, just because I'm a practitioner or just because, you know. Just because it's just their baby. Yeah, just because I have this knowledge doesn't mean that you can't access that too. So Mm. kind of don't sell yourself short and, you know, this experience, um, yeah. And did you have any kind of like a plan, you know, in case things go wrong, like if you needed stitches mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. if you were losing a lot of blood, like what was yep. your kind of plan in case you needed yeah. help? Yeah. So we had um, some things in place for that. So um, I actually had a a friend who was a birth keeper who was down the road and, you know, I ummed and art about actually having someone at my birth, you know, mm. and it ended up that it wasn't the right decision for me and that I was doing, making that decision based on maybe what, you know, other people would have wanted. Yeah. Um, but, you know, she was there and we had other contacts um, kind of for situations like that. But also... Um, one of the biggest things for me was just research beforehand and what actually contributes to postpartum hemorrhage. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was actually in the safest environment for that not to actually happen. You know, I had yeah. tinctures. We have acupuncture and, 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 and herbs and things like that. Mm. Um, and true postpartum hemorrhage, you know, is actually really, really rare. And yeah. things like... Um, you know, synthetic oxytocin can actually be a really common cause yeah. of that postpartum hemorrhage. And just there's for a funny, me, I've seen a quote, and I'm going to get mm. it wrong, but I think it, have you seen that quote that goes around about here's some, here's some Pitocin to stop the bleeding, you know, the bleeding yeah. that was caused by yeah. the Pitocin, something like that, yeah. you know, it's like yeah. that cascade of intervention. Yeah, and I didn't actually know that. So that was actually something I learned this pregnancy I thought that you could just kind of, um, I thought it was like lucky dip, you know, women just bled out for no reason. And, of course, you know, women do bleed after birth and that can Are you happen. There? Yeah. Can you not hear me? It's all right. I think it just dropped out a bit, but I'll stitch it back together. That's okay. <laughs> stitch it. 
<laughs> um, yeah. Um, what was I talking about? You thought that it was more like just a random occurrence that yeah. some women unfortunately just have yeah. hemorrhage. Yeah. But there's that, it happens so often that mm. um, women are, a perfect example is, yeah, they, they, they're given, you know, they're induced and their uterus is just contracting and working overtime and it's forced. And then what happens after mm. is that uterus can't contract, it's fatigued. And yeah, yeah. or they're given, you know, the, the third stage shot in the leg for the placenta and you know then they pull on the cord and do all types of mm. stuff which is just horrific yeah and then the cord snaps and then the woman's bleeding out and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well thank you so much for sharing do you have um what tips would you give to someone who is maybe planning or they're curious, they'd love to learn more, like what kind of steps can they take um, to prepare to if they want to birth outside the system? What kind of, what tips would you give a woman? Yeah, absolutely get support from a birth keeper or guardian who already works within the realms of free birth. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't actually suggest a doula who, um, you know, works with hospital births or even home births, I really would go straight to the source of someone who has that experience with free births. Mm-hmm. And how would you find such a person? Um, so just you can just Google, um, you know, free birth birth keepers okay. um, in your area or um, head to Clancy Allen from at Womancraft Way and you know she does she can do all of this via zoom um and she can actually probably give you a list of people you know in your area yeah um and the other things would be to yeah really research true physiological birth and there's this term um that came up for me um in this pregnancy of variations of normal as opposed to high risk. So that was another huge thing for me, kind of rewriting um, what they term or coin um, high risk in the system is actually just a variation of normal. Yeah. So that was a really huge thing that I kind of took away from that, um, the Free Birth Society course. Yeah. And that gave me a lot of confidence. Um, Yeah. And... Oh, the other big thing, like get to know your full body, yes. Mm. Get to know what that actually means because anything less than a full body, yes, is a no. Yeah. And you can actually apply this to your whole life because how you live is how you birth. Yeah. Wise words. Thank you so much. (laughs) So interesting, like so interesting to talk to you about this. Um, Do you want to share your links? for Cosm, maybe share your Instagram and website for people yeah. if they want to follow along and see what you do. Yep. So I'm for Instagram. It's just at Cosm Natural Health and um, with a C. W- yeah, C O S M. Yeah, Cosm Natural Health. Um, and it's just www.cosmnaturalhealth.com. 
Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing. It was really great to chat and I know a lot of people will be really interested in hearing your story. So thank you. No worries. Thanks, Kate.